Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Je ne suis pas ici. Je suis en France avec mon fille. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's Liz. Just in case you don't also speak horrible French, I am not here. I am off in France with my daughter having the trip of a lifetime. I have dreamed my entire life of seeing Paris, and I'm there right now while you are listening to this, if you listen the day it airs. So that means I wasn't around for Mark and I to make a podcast, so we decided to treat you guys to one of our Patreon bonus episodes. This is an interview with the charming and delightful Jeff Shapiro. He is the son of Francis Hartzell Shapiro, who you know and love as Elizabeth's big sister, Frances, that we see in the diaries all the time. And we always wondered what happened to all the sisters after the diary ends. And Jeff let us know in the most loving and wonderful way. So enjoy this bonus episode. And guess what? We'll see you next week when we have lots of things going on in the diaries. Okay, y'all. Enjoy. So, hey, Mark, I have some cool news. Oh, good. Okay. I have been in contact Mm -hmm. with this man named Jeff Shapiro, and he is Francis's Mm -hmm. son. Oh. So, Elizabeth's big sister, Francis. Her son. Her son has reached out to me because he has come across, and honestly, I can't remember if it was Facebook or Instagram, but he's come across what we're doing. Really? And he was like, I'm... Francis's son and okay. I'm like would you be willing to talk to us uh-huh. and he said yes yeah so I got super excited um, totally. to find out more because I I feel like Francis is you know she's Elizabeth's best friend in the first couple of years and right. then they grow up and they graduate from high school and they're off doing like jobs and things and then we kind of lose touch of who Francis is so mm-hmm. I was kind of curious mm-hmm. to figure that out he allowed me to call him he has also sent me several pictures Really? Yes. And um, what? Uh, that's Francis at seventy nine. Oh my god! She lived till two thousand nine. Yeah, 
and let me get one. Wow, look at her, Miss Beauty Queen. To be an old lady. And that's her getting some award. Where? Which one? That one. The short one. She was short. Yeah. Right. And red head. Mm Mm-hmm. Bright red hair, he said. So I was super excited to call him, and let's hear this phone call. Love it. Let's hear it. Hi, Liz. Hi, Jeff. How are you doing today? I got my exercise in, so I'm happy. Hey, what do you do for exercise? I like to run up and down the stairs at a sinkhole. It's a, it's a geologic state park. Yeah, this, it's called the Devil's Mill Hopper Geologic State Park. Oh, that's pretty cool. I um yeah. I also uh, well I don't run because nothing's chasing me but I walk um about two miles every day and I if I don't do it I feel awful. That's great. Yeah, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, Jeff, thank you so much for talking with us about your mother, Frances, today. Sure. Hey, I really appreciate those pictures you sent me. You know, uh, Miss Camille, Elizabeth's daughter, just told me the other day that Frances was a redhead. Yes. Oh, yeah, bright redhead. Really? <laughs> sure. You know. And, and, and- and her two granddaughters are bright redheads also. Oh, that's so cool because, of course, all the pictures we have of her are black and white. Yeah, of course. So we had no <laughs> earthly idea. How beautiful. Well, your mother is a, is a beautiful, beautiful woman. Yeah. And yeah. I've enjoyed getting to know her through her sister's eyes in these diaries. Just tell me a little bit. Tell me what, what your mom was like. What was her personality like? Was she outgoing? Was she quiet? What, what was Miss Frances like? Well, she was uh, sociable. Mm-hmm. But fairly quiet. Yeah, she she was quiet. She was she had a, a pretty sunny personality. I think of her as, as rather naive in a lot of respects. She she's a housewife, mm-hmm. you know, all my life, and that meant that she was. My dad called her the home disciplinarian. Oh. She was supposed to bring up our kids, uh, you know, his kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so she was left with most of the responsibility of at-home life, and she was regularly berated by my dad for oh. what she didn't do. You know, he, was, oh, he, was, no. he was a very harsh taskmaster. Oh. Um, so it was, it was difficult for, I think, for all of us, but especially for me, the oldest. How and, many uh, children did Francis have? Four. Oh, yeah, I'm the oldest. There, there are two boys in between me and my youngest sister. She's seven years, my only sister. She's seven years younger than me. Oh, wow. So a surprise. Yes. Yeah. I think so. Oh. <laughs> sure of it. oh. They, were, they were quite old when they had me, you know. Um, well, I was going to say, your mom was no chicken. She waited to get married. Yes, right. How right. old was she and, when she got married? Oh, uh, I just had her wedding date. Um, I sent I sent you that that card. I think it's in the fifties, um, right? It was in the forties. Okay. For for some reason, it isn't recorded on my phone. Oh, that's um, okay. I thought I, anyway, the the, the um, anyway, um, it was forty forty eight when they got married. I think. Okay. Okay. May of forty eight. And was it and in California? Yes, in California. How did Frances um, get out to California? Well, the story was that she worked at, I think, for General Electric in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And she and a friend um, 
who was Ruth Huff, took off for the West Coast for some reason. I have no clue as to what, what drove them to do that. But they, they both took off for the West Coast uh, from St. Louis, I believe. And that was in 45. That was when you, um, you said she came down and visited Bell, Missouri. Bell, yeah. Bell Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, Missouri. Uh-huh. For uh, her cousin Velma's wedding. Yeah. And 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 what month was that, do you know? Oh my gosh, I don't remember, but it must have been right before she took off. She took off in August. Oh yeah, I want to say cuz I know they're wearing suits, so it wasn't hot. Ah. So, so it must it have been the last thing. Yeah. Oh. And what did they now, uh hop on a train? Did they drive? How'd they get there? They they took a bus. Uh, how brave! And they, I know, and they and they stopped somewhere. I think it was in the desert in California, maybe. Um, the the bus stopped. The story was, and this was conveyed to me by uh, Jim Huff, Ruth Huff's son, mm-hmm. and he said that that they had stopped somewhere for rest stop, and in the process, they looked at the headlines on a newspaper. And it was that the bomb had just been dropped upon. And and it was uh, probably Nagasaki, I think. Oh, yeah, right. Who knows? <gasps> yeah, I'm not sure. Isn't that um, interesting? Yeah, that's what Jim told me. He would probably know. I um, wish Elizabeth I was still they, keeping diaries in 1945, because I would have been interested. I know what she thinks about Pearl Harbor, because she does write an entry about that. But um, she stops writing in the middle of 1942, and the rest is all a mystery. Well, he, she's Betty to us. Yes. You know, I keep Old forgetting Betty. that. Yeah. I, I almost wish we had started by calling her Betty. But Mark and I, when we found these diaries, no one had ever read them. They had just been wow. part of Elizabeth's possession, Betty's uh, possessions. And so when we got our hands on them, we had we were the first ones to, well, I was the first one to really dive in. And and this is a fascinating story. I'm, gl- I'm so glad that you found it and you're following us and keeping up with it because we'll talk a lot about yeah, Miss Francis. I yeah, tell you I what, your your mom had a lot of boyfriends. She dated uh, on the regular. <laughs> All there was always some boy sniffing around that pretty redhead woman. <laughs> that's great to know. That's really great. That's, no, it seems like fantastic. she had a lot of fun. And you know, and she took off and was living in Jefferson City in St. Louis as a single woman. I mean, wow. Yeah. yeah did yeah. she ever did she ever talk about those times when she was a young single career woman? Not much, no. That's too um, bad. She mentioned, she mentioned that she was a secretary, I believe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, when she got to Los Angeles, I, I see by the photographs, and she said something about it, I think, maybe, that that she was a model. <gasps> there's, there's one of her, um, and I forget the award she's receiving in the picture I sent you. Oh, I, that, I did. I was going to ask you about that one. She looks like she's getting a book or a plaque or something. Yeah, she received a plaque, I believe, for something. And I forget, I, I knew, but I forget what it was for. Oh. Now, she, she uh, but she modeled, she modeled, uh, well, clothes. I'm not sure mm-hmm, how mm-hmm. more specific to And you don't that, have, you, do you have some of these modeling pictures? I have one. Oh, Jeff. I think. I can't uh, wait I think to see I it. I cannot wait. What an interesting woman. Yeah, she was beautiful. You know, she always she always dressed real well. She wore girdles a lot. She she always wore a veil when we went out to fancy restaurants. Did she? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. You know, there's an entry, I can't remember what year it is, where um, Elizabeth and Francis are walking around town and a woman stops Francis and asks her to be like a model for um, makeup and to sell it. And she actually ends oh, up really? taking this woman up on the offer and they'll she'll sell lots of makeup in, I guess it's like 34 or 35. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, she was pretty enough to do it. So I, I would have bought it from her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now, Jeff, what's yeah, sure. the, oh, yeah. yeah. Now, when did, uh, what, your mother passed away in 2009? Yes. Correct. So how old was she? She was 95. Good Lord. That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, well, it was sad. It well, was of sad. course, I mean, of course, I, I, I didn't mean, I just mean for her to have such a long well, life. Elizabeth had, Betty yeah, had such a short the last, life. The, the last dozen years or so were uh, increasing senility. Oh. And, and so, and now she always said that Bess had, she never called her Bess, but grandma had um, hardening of the arteries. Is mm. the way she always put it. Mm-hmm. I, did, I always went, what's that? How does that mean anything? And uh, that, that would probably mean cholesterol plaques, I would imagine. I guess. Um, that, that, that it's an, that, uh, my mom used to say that about people. It seems like an old-timey expression for something. Yeah, 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 yeah. They didn't know. They didn't understand what was going on, of course. But, uh-huh. Um, now they understand that I, I, I'm a biochemist by training, uh, oh. an insect biochemist. <laughs> so, oh. uh, long retired now, but still, uh, I understand cholesterol and, mm-hmm. and, and lipid stats in general. Jeff, if um, you don't mind my asking, I'm, I know you're younger than Camille and all the people I know. How old are you? I am 72. Okay. Yeah. So you're significantly younger. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, anyway, go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to ask you if your mother, were, by the time this episode with you and me comes on the interwebs, will have hit the part in their lives when they're living in a tent in Step Rock, Arkansas, and working as laborers on a strawberry wow. and cotton farm. Did your wow. mother ever talk about that? No. She, <gasps> she made it clear that she was a farm girl mm-hmm. of some sort. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't understand that. I didn't know where it was or anything about it. We had a, a cookie urn at at home that, from the time I was very young, I'd look up at it and it showed cows on the field of the pottery. They looked like they were floating. Oh. Told me a story about Louis and how he had been driving a car when a tornado hit, and it and it picked him up and the car up and threw him in a ditch. I guess For, and, with your grandfather. Yes. I think he I've heard it. this story. He survived it. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, and so I always thought of tornadoes. In California, we hardly had lightning, much less tornadoes. Sure, and, sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you didn't, so, your mom didn't even really talk about her life in Missouri then? Uh, not much, not much. Really? She made it clear that she had been, she lived in um, Arkansas. Let's see, what was the town? Well, um, that, Step Rock and Searcy. Um, no, Monticello was one of no. them. Well, she lived in Poplar Bluff and in Marble Hill, Missouri. Poplar Bluff. Yeah, yeah that's Missouri. Poplar Bluff, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, yes. And St. Louis. And, and and there was a town in Arkansas, and I can't remember it right now. You know, they well, Louie moved so much when she was very young that, I, yeah, uh-huh. I, I, I might not even know where they were because I don't pick things up until they're in Monticello in 1931. Yeah, right. And she was at that point. You know, she's nineteen thirteen to thirty one, so twenty eight years old, is it? 
No, no. She uh, was about probably 17, 16, 17 when the diary starts. No, she's – uh, yeah, she's 17 when it starts because um, Elizabeth – What year does it start? 1931. And I have her born in 1913. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 2031. Right, right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, so you never came back to Missouri to visit your grandparents? Never did, no. Nope. So, um, we had oh. we had a lot of family difficulties, and Bess represented one of them. In um, what way? Well, Bess came to visit once. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was becoming senile at that point. She was she was. Uh, I, I thought she was pretty far gone. I I didn't understand it. I was probably eleven or twelve, mm-hmm. and and she wandered around this big old house we had in Fullerton, California, and she was lost you know she couldn't find the bathroom twice oh and this is your grandmother okay i don't blame her yes my grandma Uh and and so i was a little afraid because she i'd never seen a person that old and i certainly nobody who was senile and so i i really couldn't understand Mm. it was it was it was uh it was kind of scary to me to see her wandering around like that and not know where she was to not have a mind that was very clear do you remember what year that would be? Oh, well, that would be um, around 1961, 62. Okay, because she dies about a year later. She yeah, died in 1963. Okay, so it was probably 62, I think. Oh, and what, what happened was that the, the family had had a, a problem. Now, there's there's also involved is, is Uncle Jack, you know, what, or Uncle Leon, rather. Mm-hmm. Um, Uncle Leon was was never really talked about much. My mom said there was something wrong with him mentally. That's what I, we hear. I yeah. I can't remember that she could explain it or, or talk about him. She didn't say much about how he behaved or, or what it was that mm-hmm. that made him the way he was. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 so they had a lot of problems with him, I understand. It was very difficult for the oh. family. And especially, I suppose, now you're going to have to tell me something about, about what happened to my grandfather, to Louis, before that. There was Leon, and he was a problem for the family. And then there was Bess, who became a problem as she became senile, apparently. Uh-huh. And there was an argument between my family and her family. And uh, remember, now Helen had moved to California in the meantime. Yes, the yes. So Helen, and Helen lived in Alhambra. Uh, which was next door to where we we were born in Monterey Park. That was where that shooting just occurred a little while ago, you know. Oh, the Oriental right. Asian Asian shooting that happened. I do. In the yes, hall. I can't keep up with all the shootings, but yes, I do remember that. I do. Yeah, and 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 so we were born in Monterey Park. I think all of us were born in Monterey Park. We moved from Monterey Park to Fullerton, California, in 1960, and so I was in fifth grade at that time. Mm-hmm. And um, let's see, where were we? Well, Helen, <laughs> you talk about Helen and Beth. Yeah, and about there Helen was a- and her relationship. And and I didn't understand. I always looked up to the two the two sons of Helen's and Pete's. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Steve and Dave. I just called Dave a little while ago and said and said, uh, "Hey, Dave, there's this podcast, you know, <laughs> and they're talking about our relatives." And Dave goes, "Yeah, well, my mom was always just into herself." 
she wasn't into anybody else. And and from what I understand, she and Pete were alcoholics, or at least Helen was an alcoholic. Oh, no. I, I, I believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. I believe that's the case. I don't know. I did but, hear that there was some family riff. But when I talked to uh, Camille about it, Elizabeth's daughter, she said that, you know, she's never heard Helen's side of the story. So she doesn't know. You know, she doesn't she she doesn't want to think badly of anybody because she just doesn't no, know because no one mom, talked about it. <laughs> I think my mom doesn't deserve to be thought of badly because of what happened. But, I've never heard anything mom, bad about Frances. She's she was such a wonderful woman, you know. She was just she was just lovely. But but she had to struggle to do mm. what my dad told her to do, which is beat us with a switch when we were bad or oh, a wooden no. spoon or a fly swatter, you know, and, and to and to hold a strict disciplinary hand on us, you know, and and, and that wasn't her character at all. Um, It's not what I see of her in the diary. She's just so loving and caring. And she she comes to visit Elizabeth so much in her early marriage to help with the twins, even though she's a working woman. I mean, Frances just seems so lovely. Yeah, she was. And Mm -hmm. and, and that's what upset me so much. My dad was always yelling at her and yelling at us. and and spanking us and it was it was never anything that was it was just physically painful it wasn't ever damaging to us oh good because that, um, that that you know it's easy to mess yeah, up was, a little kid he, he was careful to to use things like the the wooden spoon was the hardest element that he used but he used fly swatters or, or switches usually you oh, know god so <laughs> jeff i hate so, that for you I, I know it was, and and I always rebelled against it. I couldn't stand it, and I think that was part of. I'm five foot two or less now, uh-huh. um, and the reason for my small size, I'm sure, is because of the digestive problems I had. Oh no! And I never knew what they were until, and my dad, he was very caring. He was really caring, and but he he viewed his role through kind of a narrow lens. He was the breadwinner. Uh-huh. And, and, and he owned his own company, and he was always under a lot of pressure from that. And he balanced that with stock investments, which I do very well at myself. Oh, cool. Because he taught me. And so he, he balanced the business and stock income. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and so he had a lot, of, a lot of responsibility and a lot of pressures. And, um, yeah. and, and, he, and he, he, he knew he wasn't capable of both bringing up a family and doing the business. Right. So, so he was always, but but he did his best. He really tried hard. He took us to orthodontists, all of us, went huh. to the orthodontist. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. In Pasadena, which was about over half of an hour away, 
And, oh. and so we went to Pasadena a lot, and he always educated us. Education was his thing. Yes. So he made sure we were educated, uh-huh. and, and homeschooling was a lot of it. Oh. And, and so he himself supervised. He read to us every night. He had us read. He, um, he had me learn vocabulary. He gave me a book teaching Johnny to read. And I had to learn a lot of words. Oh, wow. Uh, he, he did, we did the times tables. He would tr- draw a grid and say, okay, do the times tables. Uh-huh. And we did that every night for a long time. Wow. Until we really did them in and out. So huh. um, he educated us far before the schools did. Interesting. And, and he, was he born and raised in California? He, uh, no. He's from uh, Far Rockaway, New York. He was born okay. and raised there. Okay. And he went to he went to Cornell University oh. uh, and got his degree in engineering. Oh my. Good for him. Yeah, and then and then I ended up going to Cornell by totally by happenstance. I got my PhD at Cornell. Oh fabulous. So, Dr. Shapiro. So, <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> that was very very a very funny coincidence in a way, but, but he never respected it because he didn't he didn't know what a scientist did and he didn't really care. He wanted me to earn money. He wanted me uh. to be a yeah. respectable business type person, right. whether I was doctor, lawyer, engineer, mm-hmm. dentist, mm-hmm. that would all have worked. But being a scientist, he always said, I, I don't know what you're doing right. in your life. You know? right. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, well, it sounds like you've done pretty well for yourself there, Jeff. So. Oh, I have. Yeah, so, did you going. end up having children as well? No, okay. I didn't. And, okay. and, and I, that was a combination of things, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of things. I spent up to my 30s. I got my PhD in 31 when I was 31. Oh, wow. I was almost 31. Yeah. And so I, I spent the time educating myself. I, I think I took to heart his dictum that I should, I, should, I should get a profession and be able to support myself and a family mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. before I got married. Oh, yeah, so. that used to be, exactly. My father was the same way. Oh, okay. Yeah, my daddy okay. was a dentist, and he didn't get married until he was 38. Wow. Uh, so yeah. he was older than yeah. all the other dads. And he was always a little embarrassed by it, because uh, he would never tell me how old he was. That's <laughs> um, a lot like my dad. He was. They were 30, let's see, they would have been 1914 to, to 48. Oh, I can't do math. I'll leave that to the scientist. 34 years old. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's, that's hitting old maiddom. Uh, My mom was 28 when they got married and I guess her family thought, oh, thank the Lord. She (laughs) found a man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 So they they were quite old when they got married. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm surprised she had four children. That's a. I know. She had Andrea seven years later. Oh my. Bless her heart. She was like 45. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's rough. (laughs) 44. Poor thing. 44, I guess, when she had Andrea. She she had Andrea and and, uh, yes, and, and. in 57, Andrea was born. Oh, my Lord. Well, I was really hoping you would solve the Uncle Leo, uh, Uncle Leon mystery because, yeah, we just don't know. <laughs> Elizabeth yeah, talks about him hanging around a lot with her dad. Seems like whenever yes. dad went somewhere, Leon went with him. And there's only one that's entry where she talks about how Leon gets mad and breaks things in the kitchen and then runs off for the day. And that's the oh. only sign that, okay, something... Otherwise, you wouldn't Especially know that. by from reading the diary or even looking at a picture of him that there was something. You know. we, we have a fellow down the street here who has, has at least one very autistic kid. Mm-hmm. 
um, or I think, or Down syndrome, one of mm-hmm. those two. Yeah, Leon and, definitely and, didn't have Down syndrome, but I'm sure he was on the spectrum somewhere. Yeah. And they didn't and, know and what so that this, was. This guy is the same. He's really responsible for the kids. You mm-hmm. know, he, he, he really does a lot with them, it seems. Yeah. It's interesting. Well, even if there were some riff in the family, there's no, there's never a mention of it in the diary. Elizabeth loved her sisters. Yeah, uh, and it, it took place long after I guess my, so. my mother had moved to the West. You know, they, they, I think they, they just felt that they had borne the responsibility for their mother mm. for quite a while. And, 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 uh, and now Beth was really becoming a difficulty. Yeah. And they felt that it was time that my mother took some responsibility. I see. That, oh, so that I trip guess. to California was a can mom go live with you kind of trip? Right. Exactly. Oh. And my dad, my dad did not like that. It was my dad who said, oh. send her back. You yeah. It doesn't sound like your dad it. would buy into that. No. <laughs> right. right. I, uh, now it makes sense. Kinder, gentler type. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, and then Leon, uh, I, I see he passed in a in a nursing home, uh, and oh. he just dies a year after Bess dies. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I guess without his mom around, you know, he just deteriorated. Yeah. Wow, he was around for quite a while. Yeah. yeah so uh-huh. he, he looked quite old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And of course, Elizabeth dies horribly young. So How old was she? Was she was dying? 52. And uh, she died in her sleep in 1969. Oh, wow. 69. I was just off to college a year at that point. Yeah. I mean, thank goodness she got to at least meet, you know, a good handful of her grandchildren, but she missed a couple. And yeah, it was tragic. It was super sad. Um, Well, my mother really liked her, I'm sure. Um, Oh, they were best. They were best friends. I mean, they double dated. They did everything together until it just got to the point. Yeah, when Frances moved away because she was older and she was off to work. And Elizabeth yeah. uh, was lucky enough to work. She was a telephone operator um, uh-huh. in Marble Hill before she got married. And, uh, yeah, so she had a job close to home. And she paid a lot of the bills. Uh, I know they also, they always struggled. Yeah, see, I think I think that, that whole family struggle, when the family stuck together like that, and my mom left and found her freedom, you know, I yeah. think that... That alienated her from the family. It, it could bet. be. And, you know, it's interesting. Um, there are a lot of people, because what we're doing on the podcast is that everybody that Elizabeth is friends with, we trace their life to see where they ended up. A lot of them end up in California. Really? So, oh, I, I, matter of fact, there's a, a really good friend that they have named um, Lil Terrell. And she moves to California pretty early. And I know that somewhere in Frances's mind, she thought, well, I know someone out there. I know Lil. She's a good friend of mine. So oh. that would have made going out to uh, California less scary. Yeah, I never knew anybody by that name. So I don't Yeah, know. she would have been uh, Lillian Wallace or Lillian Hunter. Oh, yes. Oh. Yeah, I, I might have sent you a picture with Lillian oh. Wallace in it. You did? Oh, my voice just got squeaky. I would love, because we don't have a picture of Lil. Oh, I would love that. Ah. Okay. This I'll, is so I'll exciting. Yeah. I, I have this, this big box. Um, that my sister sent me when when she sold off the property. You know, she she got the property ready for sale for us. That mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. Um, she lived there in, in in Fullerton for quite a while after my mom died. And uh, meanwhile, we were getting the estate ready to sell, and sure. Andrea helped a lot with all that. 
Oh, and, that's and Andrea awesome. had taken care of my mom for like ten years, and oh. uh, she lived she lived with her. My my brother in law Randy Chavez went to the house, and he and he saw my mom eating um, moldy food out of the refrigerator, oh, and he no. said he said we've got to move in with her, or or you know, we've got to do something with her. We can't let her live alone any longer. Right. And they lived only a couple miles away. Now, how and old so, was she when y'all finally had someone move in with her? Oh, I would know? say she was about, well, it, it, Andrea had her for about, it was about 10 years or more. Oh, wow. Bless her heart. Um, That's a lot. Being a, um, I was my yeah. mother's caregiver for the last year. Well, not totally, but I was, you know, I was the sibling that you know, had to take That's on really that stuff. Hard. It's, it was really difficult. It's harder. Andrea, it's hard I, to make I, people I, I understand how sister. hard it is. <laughs> I know. I know. And the brothers, we had all moved away, you know, mm-hmm. and, and Andrea was left with her. Yeah. That's typical. It yeah. is. Well, there's, I always it's say, not fair. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny when I have four children myself and after I had my first one, I thought, you know, I, I should have at least two because when I get old, they can share the responsibility of me. And then I have siblings, yeah. but once my mom got old, it, it all ended on me anyway so i'm like oh i could have just had one kid because yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. you know it's, it's just always ends up on one kid one kid's just conveniently more there so yeah. i know it's yeah. funny and it's usually the daughter you know, that's it, it, it is it is all yes it is <laughs> well it might be, it might change it might be changing i don't know who's because, t- well you know, I'll, I'll let I mean, you know when i get more. old <laughs> I'll, let's well, we'll see who shows up you know i, I can change the will at any moment <laughs> oh my yeah i don't have the flu about myself um i i i um you know i i i put away enough money that i think will will keep me going till my old age through my Good for old you. age i hope that's comforting but, um well but i'm i'm yeah and i'm not really spending it that much um i i'm I am. I do give away quite a bit to charities, and and now to uh, this fight we're having with the state government, <laughs> legal stuff. You know that that that's far alien to me. Uh, legal in, problems in California. Um, no, here in Florida. Oh, oh, that's right. I forget. Oh, you're in Florida. What, what what part of Florida yeah. are you in? Very central Florida, in the the north central part of the peninsula. Okay, my daughter, my oldest daughter lives in Orlando. She works for Walt Disney World. Yeah, I moved from Orlando up to Gainesville, which okay. is about two hours away. No, Gainesville's great. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and so I've lived here since 98. Oh, fabulous. And yeah. It's the longest, far longest that I've lived anywhere now. Really? So, yeah. Oh, yeah. well, good I, for you. Fullerton, I lived, well, I lived in Fullerton for eight years, seven years. Mm-hmm. And and uh, Monterey Park only about ten years. So, um, so cool. here here I you know so I've lived here since ninety eight. That's quite a while. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's a good long. Well, it sounds like years. you're a very smart guy who's taken care of yourself and physically active. I love it. Good for you. Yes, yes, I do. And you're there in the myself. Florida. Yeah, well, yeah, and, and, and Florida's Tony and crazy. I married. I, I had I had uh, I had two wives. Um, the first turned out to be a lesbian, and so I, you know, we keep a little bit in touch still. Oh, good, um, good. But she needed her freedom, and so mm-hmm. I left St. Louis. We were, interestingly, in, in St. Louis, where I worked for Monsanto for three years. Oh, Not for Monsanto. I didn't like it, 
And so, so I was ready to leave and she's like, well, I'm just settling here. I'm going to stay and I've got a girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and by the way, (laughs) yeah, I was like, what? You know, know, I was was going through a divorce and, and, and being laid off at the same time. No, not (laughs) everything all at once. That was a oh. tough year, 1985. Yeah, that is, yeah, oh, so, that sucks. So I so I moved to Florida real quickly. I got I got a job. Well, it took me about three months. Found the job and moved, moved to Orlando. Okay. And I was there 12 years with the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Oh. And then 13 years here in Gainesville. I nice. got a transfer. I got a transfer right when Rita, my second wife, was diagnosed with cancer. <gasps> yeah, uh. breast cancer. So, so. We moved up here to Gainesville, and she was undergoing chemo when we found a house to live in. Mm-hmm. She survived another seven years or so oh. and, and then died of cancer. Oh, Jeff, and, I'm sorry. And and by then, at, at the very end, I adopted her kids. They were they were, they were were in their mid-30s. And so you do have kids. Sons. I have two sons by adoption. Nice. Aww. And two grandchildren by one of them. Hey, yeah. I can't wait to be a, I mean, I can wait, all my children who are listening, but I can't wait to be a grandmother. That sounds like so much fun. Zero <laughs> responsibility, really. Keep them alive, keep them happy, send them home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Rita, Rita was very sad to leave behind her grandkids oh. who are like, like uh, five and seven. I can like imagine. And, oh. and so, um, so she was she was very sad to leave them and she said that's all i regret is that i'm going to leave behind my grandkids of course I, I, i'd like to see them grow up you know yes and so that was heartbreaking for her but i can only um, i as a mother i can only imagine yes yeah, i'm sorry i'm so yeah. sorry about that yeah that was hard but it was her death was the best i've ever experienced i experienced my mom's death and her death and my aunt Roz's death uh, mm. on my dad's side uh-huh so, yeah. Um, yeah, Jeff, it sounds like you've had a very interesting life yourself. Yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I think I have. I've had, I've had a great life. I yeah, that's wonderful. And yeah. I'm so glad that you get to discover more about your mom's youth that you didn't yes. get to hear about before. Yeah, it's, yes, uh, it's fascinating. It's a fun it's story. I, the pictures I have seen Thanks so far, I'm so excited. I can't stand it. Keep them coming. Okay. Yeah, if you need me to come, I go to Florida all the time. If you need me to come by and scan those pictures in that box, I'm on it. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. Well, when you come down, yeah, please let me know when you're coming. Yeah, we, uh, uh, really my cool. daughter owns her, a home in Orlando because I guess she'll be there. Oh. She, she's enjoying her, her youth working for Disney right now. So for the oh, time great. being, so I go down several times a year to hang out and well jeff uh i can't you're going to be the whole bonus podcast episode coming up you're a star thank you oh, so no. much and you know i'm i don't think this is going to be the last oh, no. time i call you you have been a delight and charming to speak with thank you so much for sending well, us pictures for, and any little for, thing for you think of oh uh, okay yeah any I'll, little uh, thing I'll you think of you. text me call me email me you know i'm around elizabeth's grandson and i are just living for this diary and it, we're, we're consumed with it so <laughs> we're a little obsessed all of our family members well that's <laughs> Wonderful. It's you know it's good to have a hobby I think but uh, well, Jeff I, I, I'm glad I have all this stuff Andrea sent oh. most of it to me and and other stuff I'll tell you when when I went home when my mom died I was I, I was looking around and in her closet on a, on her closet had a it was stepped so there was this shelf mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And on the shelf were scattered, it, they, it, like like someone had taken a deck of cards and just laid them out, you know, just randomly uh-huh. laid them out. And all these papers were, were scattered on this shelf. And I started looking at them. They're my dad's papers from 36 to, to when they were married or so. They're my dad's writing back and forth correspondence with other people, especially his family. Interesting. And, and and so I started going through them, and I scanned them all. Oh, them, so smart. All the relevant, and I gave them to my brothers and sisters, to my Dropbox. And so mm-hmm. we have all those pictures and all that's Wonderful. Anyway. Well, Jeff, enjoy the rest of your day. Again, Thank it was you. a pleasure yeah. talking to you, and hopefully we'll talk again soon. I hope so. Okay, Jeff. Bye. I'll catch you later. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. bye. What did you think? Um, uh, yeah, right? <laughs> yes. Wow. That's, wow. That was a really, really good interview. It was. Liv. He it, was charming to talk yes. to. He made it super easy. So did you. Oh, well, thanks. But, I mean, it was just so cool to fe- see that she went on. She was a little independent yeah. working woman. Yes. I love the fact that she and her friend Ruth, who I got to look up Ruth, Ruth Huff. I, what a story. They just said, let's just move to California. Yeah. I mean, that's 1945. Who does that? Right. I mean, and when they're on the road, mm-hmm. the bombing happens. Mm-hmm. Oh, if Francis had only mm-hmm. kept a diary. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I couldn't get over it. The, I, there was so much new information in that interview yes. about what happened in the future. Yes, what happened with the sisters. Yes, Mm -hmm, yes, mm -hmm. all the sisters and Leon. And Leon. Yeah. I mean, I didn't... There's some tragedy there. Yeah. I didn't understand Mm. that it was difficult for all of them to take care of him. Right. I I didn't understand that. Right. I always just assumed he was... And and I'm I'm assuming he was super high-functioning. Right. You know, but the fact that it... You know, caused a, a little bit of strife or just worry. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was in anything but worry. To every other thing that was going on uh-huh. in their lives, and to learn about Bess yes. toward the latter. I portion. didn't know that about her. Yeah, that's a, that's I, so sad. And the if... fact that I, I can imagine that because I, now I can't keep it straight. So Helen and Francis moved out to California, correct? But Dean stayed around. I don't remember yes, what happened. in Missouri. Okay. So, yeah. So, those two sisters yeah. had been doing a lot of the work. and Right. I mean, Jeff and I had a real compassionate conversation about how hard it is to be a, a caregiver mm-hmm. and how you expect, okay, it's your turn. Mm-hmm. And not every sibling is mm-hmm. capable of doing it. You're right. your parent's caretaker. Right. Brent would love to be more yeah. helpful, but he doesn't live in the city. Right. Right. So exactly. It's a and hard thing. You guys it's talked really thing. well about that. And yeah, I mean, we see these pictures of Bess, but then you hear the story of how, I mean, that, the way Jeff tells a story yeah. about Bess and, you know, it's just. Um, Getting lost in the yeah. house. Yeah, right. I didn't know at all that she had dementia. Yeah. And I love how he called it hardening of the arteries. I know. The more I thought about that, that's, that's what my it. mother used to say about my great grandmother. She's got the hardening of the arteries. Okay. And I guess that means dementia back then. All right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah that, but I didn't, I didn't know that. I guess that's mm-hmm. not anywhere on her death certificate that I've mm-hmm. ever seen. As mm-hmm. a, Sometimes I list dementia as a complication of mm-hmm. death. Mm-hmm. So 
I don't know. It's just so fascinating to hear another side of the story. Right. Because you and I had heard, and we never talked about it publicly, that the sisters had a little riff, and mm-hmm. we didn't know why. But mm-hmm. now it makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. And I think if they had all could have just mm-hmm. sat, sat like looking at each other like you yeah, and I are now, right. everything would have been fine. Yeah. But the fact that she never mentioned their their time on uh, the farm other than I, she was a farm found, girl. I just find that to be so fascinating. I mean, I can't believe at one point as a mother, I wouldn't be like, you know, I had to sleep in a tent. <laughs> And you got perfect. I mean, I would have totally brought know, right? that up. <laughs> yeah, right. So the fact that she never did. I think it was an embarrassment. They were living, you yeah. know, with flower sacks as dresses at one point, eating possum. Yeah. Uh, That's yeah. not something you, you, you know. I don't know. Uh, well, I would just find I, it as as pr- I, being prideful. Oh, like, I, 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 this is what I did. I did this I so you can too, go clean your room. <laughs> from their, yes. From their perspective, though, I think there was a bit of embarrassment there. I, yes, and that's obviously. why the, it wasn't passed down but at least she said she was a farm girl yeah yes you know, i, I know i love that little cow i wonder where that little cow i know right the little floating cows which is louis tornado story i always was, thought that it, was your grandfather's uh, tornado story that's your great-grandfather's story i always thought you said oh, it was great. about no 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 my great louis yeah oh, that's there, so cool. this tornado story must have passed down through all of the sisters i would suppose because yeah. it came to me, from my mother, it's a family story that Louis, you know, got caught in the tornado. He lived, and that's what Jeff just confirmed. And do we know what year that takes place? Um, Is it before the diary? I I, I thought it might be during the diary, but I, I guess I, I it's not if it you is. haven't seen it. No, so I, I want to say then it was maybe in the early to mid forties. Okay, oh. I think it was before. I think it so happened we'll just in Missouri. Miss it. She'll finish the diary, and then yes. Tornado will flip him, and we'll never know. <laughs> I wonder if there was a newspaper story about it. I don't know. Because it would have been in Missouri, not mm-hmm. down in the farm. Right. You know, that's why I have to get in touch with somebody in that part of Missouri and get talk to a library well, and a historian. Time, so, sure. Yeah. Hey, people yeah. are finding us on the Facebook. I can't be are more they grateful. ever? I mean, Seriously. and everybody who's so willing to help, can I go take pictures? And I'm just like, <clears throat> yes, yes, and yes. Right. Say less. Do it. And, I think it's fam- fabulous. And my grandma's diaries is both Liz and me. So when yes. you're talking to my grandma's diaries, you're talking either to Liz or me. Chances are it's Liz. Yeah, yeah. But we're here to answer questions. Right. We're here. To, if you want an assignment, we got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love you guys. So that's bonus episode wow. two. Mm-hmm. And, mm, totally interesting. That was. And, and not to mention something that sort of stuck out from me from that interview was how he talked about his... His mother um, being forced by his father mm. to constantly use fly swatters oh, and things. I mean, I know. he goes into some details, and that just is a testament to how people change throughout time. Mm-hmm. Um, but she also stayed the same because, as he said, she was forced to yeah, do it. I right. Mean, what an- when I listened to him talk about mm-hmm. his father, it reminded me of my own mother mm-hmm. because mom was also that very. Just, I mean, mm-hmm. loved her children, mm-hmm. but in in a very harsh way. Yeah. Because even, you know, he, he redeems his father in the interview by talking mm-hmm. about how he read to them at night and exactly. helped them with their, you know, wanted Absolutely. more for them. And sometimes I think parents of that generation wanted so much more yeah. for their kids that right. they made it 
Harder. Great interview. Wonderful. Oh, it was Thank wonderful. you, Jeff. Yeah. Oh, and I love how what he said pleasure. he talked to Helen's sons, and they're like, ah, right. we're private. And I'm like, well, we'll, be, we'll keep you a level of privacy, but we'd love to talk to you. Yeah, I'd like absolutely. to talk to everybody. Yeah. So much fun. So, yes, thank you, Patreoners, and we'll see you on the next bonus episode. See you. Bye. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.